This Mike Leach and College Football Preview Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use that promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. And for a limited time, get your share of $100 million in prizes once you enter the DraftKings free survivor pool. Download the DraftKings app and use promo code SGP to get in on all the action. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbook with NBA, NHL, and MLB back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use that code SGP20. Finally, do not forget to sign up for the free roll football contest where we're giving away up to $5,000 for the best NFL handicappers this season. Sign up for free today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're looking listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. I'm just sitting here and getting ready to talk about college football. And it looks like the database must be sent with texting with sir. Yacht. How is sir doing? I mean, he's, he's on, he's on par right now. Joining us as always, when we're talking college football, third man, in the booth, Kobe Dan, AKA the database, sir Dundee, sir Dundee, pick Dundee. <laughs> Man, so much going on. We just uh, taped the interview with friend of the program, Mike Leach. Another amazing gem of an interview. And apologies to Bo Vice. If, if he he may have thought it was about him, he was the special guest on the show. Not true. It was Coach Leach. I'm sorry, Bo. Woo! It's smoking my weed. Shout out to a uh, Bo Vice. Uh, big fan of the show. He's probably seen Bigfoot too. Yes. Also a big, uh, big foot guy, but yes, <laughs> he likes length and speed. Just like coach Leach. We, uh, we were teasing last night in the NFC East, a preview podcast, all the division preview podcasts are out. Check those out. We were teasing that we were going to be uh, having a special guest on a college football preview. Of course, now that you are listening to this podcast, you know, the guest is of course, headball coach over at Mississippi state, Mike Leach and uh, man, Amazing interview with Mike and and just college football's back. Newsflash: college football oh, is back. You're on a first name basis. Coach, coach is his first name. Coach, so yeah. please. First name coach. Last name Leach. And uh, college football is back. I mean that Central Arkansas Austin P game. 
was a nail biter. Had to sweat out the uh, Central Arkansas four and a half. I thought it was completely screwed. I thought they were just going to go down, kick the field goal, but no, they went for it. The Onions play. They get they get the touchdown. It was great, and uh, yeah, it was just great to have that action going. Even got the two point conversion Spread to the, save to save Kramer's bet. Kramer had minus six. <laughs> I, of course, being the sharp uh, college football gambler that I am, I got the four and a half. So, uh, and the, that's how you win in sports gambling. You get the best number. Yeah. Yep, you play numbers, not team, Sean. I simply was hearing Colby, the database, aka Pick Dundee, in my ear, telling me all the reasons why I should take. Yeah, Central Arkansas. And so when I applied the late night, it's three in the morning. I can't sleep. Let me put some bets in. And I go in. I see it's six. It's moved to point and a half. Do I still go? Eh, whatever. He, he's all the continuity uh, uh, angles you gave me. Absolutely. <laughs> it should have been go thirty, in. man. They had all six in, trips inside in. the thirty-yard line with six points. It's football. I'm obviously gonna bet on it. And then what do I do? I I, I wake up and I'm like, oh shit. I for, totally forgot the database is a square. The database <laughs> has led me astray. Mm. I go, I look at the game. Of course, this isn't going to end well. It's a, it, it, I'm down one or whatever, whatever that 17, 16 score. And somehow, somehow Look, Dundee's not gonna... only do they score the points needed to win the game, but it's as if they knew about the point <laughs> spread Sean, because they went for two in a situation. I'm not sure you needed to go for two. I think you go for two just in case they return. How much the time kick. was left? It was like 30 seconds. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, and if they would have blocked that uh, extra point and returned it, uh, that would have screwed my minus four and a half. So it, it's getting wild. And <laughs> Again, uh, <laughs> if you want to fix a game, just get to the long snapper. That yeah. was clearly the, the they, they didn't get points off of that. That's no, was so frustrating. The long <laughs> snapper basically screwed up two long snaps, so they just stopped using the long snapper and they just had their oats ball, their quarterback, better punter punt than quarterback from the shotgun, and he was punting pretty well. Man, just college football is back. You yeah. know what else is back? Kickers suck in college. Right around the corner. The National Football League, but my bookie, they're back with their super contest. They have two super contests going where you pick five uh, teams against the spread each week. One with a $100,000 uh, prize pool, another with a $300,000 prize pool. Hmm. The $300,000 prize pool, $125,000 guaranteed. Uh, grand prize. Again, just pick five games against the spread each week. It's going to be pretty awesome. They got quarterly prizes going as well. And as it's uh, sports are back, football's back. Reload over at mybookie.ag. Use a promo code SGP. Get that 100% deposit bonus. It's just that easy. But yeah, the super contest first place, 125 grand. Second place, 22 and a half. Third place, 10K. And it goes all the way to 230th place. Get paid. And that's uh that's how they do things over at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, and then you get paid. Especially when you use that promo code SGP. One more quick shout out before we get to the coach. And that is of course DraftKings, baby. That's right. Football season less than nine days away. Are you kidding me? Whoa. It's gonna be exciting. DraftKings are putting you in the center of the action with two shots at a $1 million top prize. So get in on all the action now. It's never been easier to make it rain over at DraftKings. On top of the uh, amazing offer they already got going over at DraftKings, they're giving away a share of up to $100 million in prizes to all users who enter their free survivor pool. 
So it's a free pool. Why would you not want to do a survivor pool? Of course you love gambling. You gotta have, uh, you gotta have like a checklist of all these things. I'm doing the, my bookie super contest. Check. I'm doing the free roll football contest Check. that we have. I'm doing the DraftKings survivor pool. Check. I'm doing DraftKings best balls. And of course everyone said I was crazy snatching up Chris Thompson. I'm, I'm tout, touting that pick. Cause the Jaguars just got rid of Leonard Fournette. load up on the DraftKings best balls, the millionaire maker. You can set your lineups already for NFL week one. They're only five bucks. First place, $1 million download the top rated DraftKings app now and use promo code SGP to get a free shot at million at a million dollar top prize. And for a limited time, get your share of $100 million in prizes. Once you enter DraftKings free survivor pool, that promo code SGP to get in on all the action for a limited time, only at DraftKings minimum $5 deposit required other terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. see draftkings.com for details. Joining us on the line, the top dog at Mississippi state head ball coach, Mike Leach, Mike, uh, it's been a little while since we talked to you. What's your, what's your favorite part so far about life in Mississippi? Uh, well, I, I mean, I love the football. I love the enthusiasm that our players and our fans have around football because that's contagious. It makes it exciting for everybody. And so as a result, it's uh, also been very frustrating that, uh, you know, it's been delayed. Maybe you're going to play, maybe you're not, maybe you can't, maybe this, but not that, you know, wear a mask, you know, all the stuff, you know, that goes into it just you know, basically all the distractions that have gone into it. So I think that's frustrating. Um, one thing I like is the the food's outstanding. They, a lot of pride in food here and then a lot of pride in football. And I, I like the I like the simplicity of uh Mississippi. You know, Mississippi everything is it's kind of right there, sort of at your grasp and uh and you know, as a as a as a state, they don't like complicating things, and I like that. It kind of reminds me of where I'm from in Wyoming. So keep it that simple. Means appealing. Yeah. Now, now we saw the uh, the clip, of course, of you messing with uh, Lane Kiffin's mask at that uh, SEC event. Was that was that a part of uh, getting into his head for the Egg Bowl? Well, I just felt like I because I knew he wanted it straight, and so I thought I'd help him out with that a little bit. And, and um, you know, cause I'm not necessarily a keep the collar down kind of guy, but I know he is. So, but no, he's a good guy a good sport. And, um, um, I've known each other for a long time and, uh, he's a fun guy to talk to. And so anyways, uh, yeah, so we, we all, uh, um, it's okay. And that was kind of a spur of the moment deal because you didn't know which way the legislature was going, but we all flew to Jackson to uh, support the changing the state flag. Yeah. And uh, just talking about, you know, getting back to play and did the, did the sec commissioner, Greg Sankey, did he reach out to coaches and get their take as do, I mean, it seems like you wanted to play. I mean, I know as a podcast, we're, we're supporting the return of football, but did they actually come to you and try and get your opinion on whether or not games should be played when they should be played? Did they, did they kind of get your point of view on it? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think it's safe to say. Um, I think this is a very safe statement saying that our uh, conference, uh, at least the coaches, uh, were unanimous in support to play. That we all felt like we should play. Um, you know, we, we felt like 
you know, everybody wants to do it with due care and caution and, and, uh, you know, everybody wants to do it safely and we need to take every safeguard we can with regard to that. But, uh, um, you know, I think that everybody was tired of the previous, uh, joyless months. And in some cases, those months were so joyless. It was like deliberately joyless. There were contests to see who could make it more joyless, you know, and I think everybody <laughs> got a little tired of that. And so we all wanted to play. And then, um, um, <clears throat> and are very thrilled that, uh, we get to play and, uh, and to be perfectly honest, even some teams and other conferences that historically I don't even like, I actually feel sorry for them that, you know, that, that, that uh, that the, that doesn't look like they're going to be able to play because I know how important this is to players and coaches and really uh, fan bases. I mean, you know, I mean, some of these some of these teams, I never thought I'd feel sorry for them for anything, but <laughs> boy, this is a this is a big blow to not be able to play. You know, well, yeah, and it and just as the outside, you know, just diehard football fan, everyone's like, Sean, you you just wanted to play because you love football. It's like, well, yeah, that's part of it, but also. I do think being a part of a program that, and it's, and it's a pretty good reason. Yeah, exactly. That the fact the way football uplifts society brings people together, brings people together to celebrate when they're happy, picks them up when they're down. And yes, we're not curing cancer, but it's more important than a game. And then the other thing that, uh, you know, uh, that all of a sudden our government gets to poke every little rule or whatever that they want here, there, and in the middle. Um, and, uh, and you know, and, and everybody says follow the science. Well, that science is contradicting each other upside down, uh, back and forth. And so I think there's some trust issues with that too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm am I supposed to wipe down my groceries? Am I not supposed to wipe down my groceries? Like every every week, there's a thing that's like, oh well, it turns out that those masks they aren't effective. These ones are. And you are trying to, you know, Sean, if follow I, the science, but at, the science is all over the place. As a collegiate athlete myself, hey, hey, did, 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 did you see? There's something you won't think's very funny though. Did you see that? Did you see where the CDC quietly released that of the 160,000 deaths caused by COVID, it only turned out that six percent were caused by it, or some deal like that. There was an article or something. About that, uh, and, and uh, according to the CDC's own records, yeah, no, I mean it's unfortunate. Quite, quite really, quietly released two days ago, and, and so now we're supposed to trust them. I, that's the most, that's the least trustworthy deal in the world. That's like when you take a test. Tell your parents, okay, listen, my parents go, how'd you do on the biology test? Oh, I got six percent. I mean, <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, like if you played football and then they're like only 6% of those points count, it would be nice to get to an objective place. I will say though, as a collegiate athlete, and this was 20 years ago and I wasn't even like a, a scholarship athlete. I saw the the medical treatment I got just being a member of the rugby team at Virginia tech. And it was, it's better. It's better medical attention oh, than I, I get rugby. today. <laughs> so it's like, I played I, rugby I, at BYU. Oh, well, Oh well, I you know we I knew there was something about you, Coach, that <laughs> that made me. Well, we should play each other. A little one-on-one rugby. What what what, what position did you play? Uh, I was predominant. I, I kind of broke in as a winger, fullback, and then a fly half. I, I was a soccer player growing up, so I had a leg. So yeah, I couldn't I couldn't kick, but I was inside center, outside oh. center, and wing. Oh, okay, so you had some yeah. speed, and you were willing to throw your shoulder down there, Coach. I like that. 
Well, so, Co- Coach Leach, little inside info. If sorry, you're these guys haven't played rugby, so just a couple, <laughs> couple real men having a conversation right if here. But I'll go, let throw it back to you. If you're Sean. going head to head with Ryan in rugby, he's got a lower back issue that you're going to want to <laughs> exploit. You lower the shoulder, and uh, you know maybe take him out. That that would be my recommendation. Uh, I'm a little tender right now. No, but just yeah, as they a, try to whack you out there. <laughs> well, BYU, nice, a nice program actually. When I growing up on the East Coast, we didn't have as much rugby. When I got my first chance to come out on the West Coast, got to see BYU. Also got to see Cal Berkeley, and this is this is where the, the men play rugby. Anyway, back to college football, Sean. Uh, we played Cal every year. Well, our the biggest thing with us was, you know, we had uh, we had a lot of uh, foreign talent. You know, we had a yeah. Fiji and Samoans, Tongans and uh, uh, South Africans, uh, uh, New Zealanders. We had guys that grew up with us who would kind of bring the rest of us along, you know. Well, and- same boat. Yeah, it was it was fun. it was a fun ride while I was on it. And uh, but back to the padded sport. Well, yeah, and 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 we've kind of used this uh, downtime when sports were down to kind of uh, reach out, interview some interesting characters. We had on uh, Hal Mummy, who I know you of course developed the air raid with. And Hal was telling us some stories about back in the day how you would write up your own uh, recaps for your Iowa Wesleyan team and send them into the Des Moines Register. And he said he even got one recap uh, printed in USA Today. What was it like, kind of coaching and also doing the SID legwork? Uh, the SID stuff was kind of tough because uh, <laughs> I, it wasn't lost on anybody that I was the SID merely. <laughs> Uh, to the, to be able to afford my football habit, <laughs> and um, and so that wasn't a secret. And uh, and the lady in the in the PR office, the public relations office on campus, um, she had a different approach than I did. Her her approach, you know, in, in, in the Midwest, sometimes there's a sense that they 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 go a little too far with the notion that everything has to be a hundred percent fair to everybody. So they had this thought that, okay, so we play a game, we play a game and there's a lot of weekly newspapers in Iowa. So we play a game and, um, there'd be scores and highlights. We were breaking a lot of records, showing the ball. And, um, and the thought was that, uh, in order to be fair to everybody, I was supposed to write up the, what happened on the game and send it in the mail. All the different newspapers. That way, the Des Moines Register, the USA Today, and the and the the Molly Putts Tribune uh, would all get uh, the exciting action from Iowa Wesleyan College at the exact same time, and thereby being fair. <laughs> well, I mean that's totally irrelevant to the Des Moines Register because by Wednesday they don't care what you did last week; they want to know what you're going to do the next week. And so then I would go ahead and call them and tell them and let them know what was going on. Then as Dustin Dewald started breaking records, he was our quarterback. Uh, the USA today took an interest. They had a area in the paper cut, you know, for the small college, uh, universities. And so, and, and we were just in there once we were in there like six times, you know, because the, as Dustin would break records, they'd update it and they'd write a, uh, it wouldn't be a full, full article. There were some full articles, but there'd be a smallish article. I tried to get him on David Letterman one time too. Oh, that man. would have been awesome. <laughs> well, well, well cause that, I mean, uh, cause we were as Midwestern as Midwestern, you know? And then, uh, 
So she discovers I'm doing that. Boy, she's mad in the hornet. <laughs> she comes over there and, and you know, and she had actually started swearing. You know, had the she was a, you know, she, she was kind of a stern lady. Um, she's kind of stern, but had kind of the uptight Mrs. Hathaway uh, attire on. And came in and just started ripping. And then, and I've always been a guy that uh, guarded my words carefully. And um, so then I said, you know, I said, the PR department on this campus uh, hasn't gotten, I will, uh, I, I said, I said, I said, uh, the, the sports information department, being me, has gotten us into USA Today six times. I said the PR department couldn't get us into USA Today if there was a national crisis or a mass murder on campus. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, she did not think that was fun. I like that little uh, little dark humor, but yeah, I mean, whatever I mean, whatever it takes to get kind of outcomes publicity. To get the job done, <laughs> outcome based. I like that. Now, now, Mike, you're in the you're in the SEC, and and uh, we we're we're going to be doing the preview later, breaking down the schedule, kind of talking wins losses. But I was just looking at the other coaches in the conference. I mean, Saban, Orgeron, Kirby Smart, uh, Jimbo Fisher, of course, Lane Kiffin moving over, Mark Stoops. Like, could you make a case that the SEC right now it's one of the greatest collection of football coaches, uh, kind of all time for a conference? Oh, I think you can make that case. I think the other case you can make is, uh, and this is an even easier case is, is, uh, um, you know, the, this is, this is the toughest collection of, uh, college schedules that have ever existed in history. You know, the sec this year, the 10 games without a break, just strictly playing sec teams. Uh, probably the toughest schedule that uh, America's ever offered, you know, as far as for a college football team. Yeah. I mean, as a, as a fan, I mean, you know, Alabama doesn't have that cupcake game. They usually schedule early on in the season as a fan, just want being able to watch all these matchups in a weird way. It's kind of, it's kind of more exciting because it's just all SEC. Well, and it begs the question: like, what do we learn from this experience? This like trim down season that we we carry forward. What do we learn from this that the fans want to see more of that we carry forward? And maybe that's the, the the conclusion: is hey, it's really cool to watch these conferences play each other. It's really cool to watch a conference at the caliber of the SEC play more games against each other and make it less about who schedules best out of conference and just make it about who's better on the field in conference. Yeah. And, and it, I wouldn't be surprised. And, and Mike, I'd love your, your thought on this. Do you think sec moves the conference play only moving forward after this? I mean, there's certainly some, some big games outside of the conference, but I think if this is successful, uh, we could see this moving forward, right? You know, it could reshape the way they think, and I've thought about that. It could reshape it. I haven't thought it so much as playing conference only, um, but I, I, I've thought about the playoff format. It may reshape it to where, like at the end of this, what if as we get towards game uh, eight or something, uh, maybe before that, game six, they say, hey, uh, you know, we're going to have a playoff here you know, a tournament at the end of this thing, you know, cause America will, will still want more football when the season's over. It'd be the perfect time to experiment with a playoff. And, uh, and I do think there's a lot of support for a playoff and, and experimenting with it could be exciting for everybody. And then, um, 
So I, I wondered a little bit if it would lead to some of that interconference plays kind of fun. Um, uh, you know, the one thing I think on the conferences, and we have a huge, you know, I mean, our conference is huge and that the, I've always thought the perfect number for a conference is 10 teams, you know, and then, um, and then you, you pretty much play everybody nearly every year, but, uh, and, you know, so, cause we got, uh, heck we got 14 teams. We got some strangers in this conference, you know, I mean, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get a little better acquainted than we expected. You know, like we're uh, us and George, we're going to be strangers for a while. Um, so we're going to get to know each other pretty quick here, but, uh, uh, you know, but the type of thing where you don't play somebody, I don't know the number, maybe five or six years. Yeah. Let me ask you this coach. Like, do you prefer this or cause I know you're installing the air raid brand new, you know, and, and you had like New Mexico, I think on the schedule and a couple other schools at a conference, a little warm up. Yeah. And now you're going straight into the, Oh, your opening game is the defending national champions. <laughs> So, so I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, the Patriots weren't available that <laughs> week, and then, and, and, and that the fact they were kind of rebuilding, so they were trying to, they were trying to play somebody else. But yeah, we tried to get them, and so we had to settle on the other. LSU's what was left that week. <laughs> they sc- they scheduled soft, and they took the Dolphins at home instead of instead of going up against you guys. But coming in, taking over the program, like Colby said, putting in the air raid on the limited amount of practice time. Do you have a goal in mind as, as far as what is a successful season for you guys? Yeah, I try to get, I try to do it one game at a time because otherwise I think you get out ahead of yourself. You know, uh, they always say, what's your goal? Well, it's to win one game a week. Uh, well, what, uh, um, you know, if we get the most out of each one game, uh, uh, then, you know, we'll be happy with where we end up. My biggest thing is you got to improve each week. You got to have incremental improvement each week. Some people just um, say, well, did you win? Did you lose? Cause I, you know, I've been, uh, there's been, I mean, it's painful and it's hard, but there's been some, I've had some losses where I couldn't be prouder of my team. And I've, I've had some wins where I was pissed for days, you know, but, but, but I think that, you know, you got to improve. If you're, if you're on week three, you better be, uh, you better have uh, three weeks worth of improvements, you know? Yeah. And, and kind of coaching up these young kids, um, especially again, short amount of time. Is there anything you can do uh, in practice or just when you're talking them? talking to them to kind of avoid your team getting soft or complacent. Like how does a coach fight that, uh, you know, avoiding complacency with their team? You know, I think, I think you, well, first of all, you got to be really enthusiastic uh, yourself. And I don't mean just raw rock, clap your hands, but just real, you know, passionate, committed to what you're teaching. And then, um, you know, they get a feel of that. But I think that the, the, the strongest, is where you can, you know, you get uh, uh, your locker room to really buy in. Some of the key players, some of the key uh, leaders, uh, to buy in, so that uh, as those guys are with one another, whether they're eating food or <clears throat> playing video games or watching TV or having a barbecue or whatever, um, <clears throat> that they're preaching things the same way you are. Then I think uh, that really makes that strong, you know. And then I think that's where. 
the motivation commitment really comes from is, uh, and it doesn't take a lot, but you need some key players to really push it and then uh, slowly grow with the others. So it's in coming back to having to install a new offense, a new system uh, with, with this kind of year, did any of your players go out, take it upon themselves to go through the air raid certification process online and maybe, maybe come to the table with a little bit of a, an apple for the teacher as you walk in the door <laughs> down there in, in beautiful Mississippi. Well, they have and, and I'll tell you, I can tell you one problem if they did is, uh, is a, 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 and I'm sort of glad they did from the standpoint, it would be quite a blow to them to discover that I'm not air raid certified. Oh no! Um, You're an unlicensed air raid instructor. Yeah, I, I'm practicing without a license. So, you know, you never know. I might have to go on the lamb here for a little bit, but, uh, uh, you know, I'll have to buy off some officials and see if I can't get out of this one. But, uh, but no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not air raid certified myself. I, I maybe I, I got grandfathered in. I guess. Yeah, maybe you can get that honorary uh, doctorate that they always hand yeah, out. I think you're a PhD. Yeah. Hey, but, but 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 what a deal! What a deal there! That was really quite a brilliant idea. I wish I'd thought of that. Uh, Al came up with with that, and I thought, yeah, I don't know about that, but it it's really worked out well. No, yeah, it, it, it's kind of cool. I think for for coaches, way to kind of. A get some training, get their name out there a little bit, and uh, B just for like diehard fans or analysts to really kind of hop into it. As far as the roster, has there been a couple of pleasant surprises early through camp? A couple of guys that popped that maybe you didn't you didn't expect coming into the camp. Well, I didn't know what to expect, and I'm slowly figuring out what to expect. You know, the 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 if you don't have spring, that hits uh, the teams with new coaches the hardest. Um, but, uh, as far as the, what, uh, what to expect and surprises, I, I, I would say this, I mean, we're, uh, in, and I'm uh, kind of excited about this, uh, uh, you know, we're taller and faster than I expected. We were, we're a taller, faster team. And so we have the ability to be quite explosive and, um, and, uh, so I guess I would categorize us as explosive, inconsistent, uh, still learning uh, our roles, but highly motivated to do it. So I think it's really a pretty, we're on a pretty good path. Just need to try to cover all the bases in the time we're allowed. Well, you, you mentioned motivation and uh, I, I just read an article or Colby passed it along of Nick Saban playing save it, saving private Ryan before a, a big game to kind of help motivate the troops. Do you have a movie in your uh, arsenal that you would use before a big game, hanging out with the team or, or a, a, any movies that come to mind that you would use or that you've used coaching? Uh, you know, we have over the years what, before a game, we'll take him to a movie uh, And part of it is because I don't like just the nervous energy of being locked in the room and, you know, uh, uh, with the, uh, you know, because then they end up wandering the hall like slugs. So we go to a movie, and so then they kind of pick which one they want to go to. But as far as clips, we've used clips and stuff, and and it's amazing nowadays you can quickly get the clips from movies that they've never even seen before. You know, um, like uh, the opening scene of Patton, you know, where he gives the speech is an outstanding one. 
the closing scene of Rio Bravo, I showed him one time. Um, you know, there's a, uh, there, that's one thing. There's a ton of great movie scenes, um, that you can show. We've shown, we've showed that scene, um, in saving private Ryan to the, the, uh, the sniper scene. Um, and, oh, they all like it and stuff. I'll tell you the other thing is, uh, uh, that's kind of cool. Sometimes we'll do like animals in Africa that are hunting for something, oh, you know? Nice. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and the defensive guys really like that. You know, <laughs> offensive guys not so much. They're like, hey, I'm that gazelle. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one of the wild ones is the wild dogs of Africa. You know, they have the highest kill rate of any animal in Africa. Um, Great teamwork. But that's the, right. That's how you motivate yeah, exactly. a team full of dogs. Show them what some a wild pack of dogs will do. Do you ever? Do you ever well, think they're they're not even big dogs? You know, they're just sort of these. Uh, uh, like German, they're shepherds, like bigger right? than a jet. They're bigger than a Jack Russell, smaller than an Australian Shepherd, you know. And and then and then they just rain hell on whatever they uh, set their mind to. Well, and much like the air raid, oftentimes they're it's a coordinated attack where they're using the horizontal size of the of the planes they are hunting in to surround their enemy and and destroy them. So I, I love I love the analogies. I got to ask though, Coach. You're a man who who leans on the natural resources of the location where you're coaching to to gain a better understanding of the people and use it for motivation. Bigfoot was famously uh, often lurking around the, the the great city of Pullman and the campus of Washington State. Are there any reports? Has Bigfoot tra- that, that's traveled why they're with taller, you? That's why they're taller. Well, I heard, taller I heard taller and faster <laughs> than you expected. It makes me wonder: Has Bigfoot made the trip down to Mississippi with you, Coach? You know, Bigfoot does migrate and has quite a range. They discover, <laughs> um, he, you know, Bigfoot sure might be his, his, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to keep an eye out and as uh, we get moved in, we may just find Bigfoot, you know? Well, and, and I think certainly in these COVID 19 times, Bigfoot was kind of ahead of the game, been practicing social distancing <laughs> for a long time. So I, I think they may even be a little more spread out than normal. So it might be a while before they start appearing. Well, Bigfoot's good at social distancing and Bigfoot also says, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, if uh, 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 you know, always believe in yourself because if you don't, no one else is going to. And um, I think that Bigfoot would be, uh, you know, Bigfoot covers a lot of ground. And you know, up there in Washington, we decided we'd jump on Bigfoot, so we weren't stuck with strictly the artesians. You know, <laughs> nice little, nice little change of pace. <laughs> Uh, well, and I, the other thing I wanted to ask you, Coach, is many of us have picked up new hobbies, uh, new skills, uh, new learnings during this time of social distancing and kind of reflecting upon oneself, being alone all the time. Have you picked up any hobbies? You know, I've gotten into some. Uh, I've gotten into some Netflix. I've, I've hit a couple documentaries. I, I love the. Uh, uh, what's a, a Ken Burns? I love the. Ken Burns documentaries. Um, I'm going episode by episode in Friday Night Lights, and I'm uh, almost done with season three. And uh, so that's been kind of cool. And, uh, you know, that thing keeps rolling a little bit. You know, if I had half as much fun in high school as 
the guys that Dylan Hyde did, I would have had a heck of a high school experience. <laughs> As a matter of fact, one, one that may not have provided a path that I'd be talking to you on the phone right now. But uh, got, maybe got um, a little sidetracked. But uh, uh, yeah, Texas forever. You know, that's what that uh, uh, Tim Reagan says. And then so uh, um, watching that, of course, I, uh, I was one of the first guys there. Uh, uh, and I can't remember who told me, but I was one of the early operators on Tiger King and somebody told me about it. I'm not going to tell you, I discovered it, but I watched an episode and then, uh, and converted a lot of people. As a matter of fact, talked to uh, we, Clay Travis and I talked for over an hour on Tiger King <laughs> and, um, and there's a lot of exciting insight to be derived from that. I guarantee you, but, the the, um, so Tiger King, like offbeat uh, documentaries like Tiger King, um, Fear City was good, you know, get caught up on the mob, what they're up to, I finished out Narcos, and Narcos, as good as Narcos Colombia was, Narcos Mexico, I think is even better, and El Chapo's getting ready to get into action now, and then, uh, oh, I'll tell you a good one, you want a good one to watch that I find interesting? Got to read subtitles though, but it's uh, America, or, uh, the world's most wanted. Oh, the world's most wanted. I got to check about it out. five episodes. Just some diabolical criminals. Uh, most of them still out there. Hey, hey, coach. Oh, oh. I'll tell you a really good one. Uh, <clears throat> Operation Odessa. Oh, I watched yeah. that. That was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> if you and if, then another and then another one all the way. You have to have an interest in LBJ or politics. Okay, all the way with LBJ, uh, Brian Cranston is totally LBJ, and just the nuances and um, I mean it's it's just kind of interesting to watch uh, him portray LBJ, and, and you know, and also it's kind of relevant now because it's the first steps towards uh, civil rights, you know, trying to improve civil rights back then. Gotcha, Coach. I was wondering, what are the odds? That we can get you to do the fake playbook drop this season to an to a random SEC. Coach. Oh, Lane Kiffin would yeah. fall for come that. Come on, coach. come on, we can do this. Uh, I would definitely do it. I mean, the cat's getting a little out of the bag. Uh, <laughs> other than they, they, they might say, "Oh, we'd never do it twice." <laughs> well, you know, uh, 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 the other thing you can do, I guess, I can drop drop two or three of them. Let them figure out which one's the real one. Well, they have to have a guarantee that one of them is real. I don't know. So, and uh, we got a little scouting report for you on LSU coach Ed O loves chicken on a stick. So <laughs> maybe you got to find his chicken on a stick guy, give him, feed him some false info. And then he, you know, he passes that along to Ed O. I, I think that might be a little, a uh, little way to grab an edge there for the upcoming game. Is there anything bad that they serve on a stick? Uh, <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's that, all that good. We ought, we ought to do a dietary, uh, a deal on stuff on a stick. And now I'm not a, I'm not just a huge uh, get it on a stick guy, but I, I have been kind of amazed, especially if you go to Europe and stuff like that, the amount of stuff that uh, you can uh, eat on a stick and, and, and do it quite happily. And, uh, and, and the varieties are nearly endless. It's an efficiency thing. 
Uh, the, you're enjoying the food more because you're not yeah. worrying about getting shit on your hands. You're not worried about trying to figure out how to eat it. It's very clear. You yeah. hold the stick, you bite the meat off the stick. You're happy. And then you don't need to fill up yeah. landfills it, with the uh, plastic silverware and stuff. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great, well, at, at some point you have to push it up the stick and that can be difficult because unless you're a sword swallower, you're not going to get the last couple inches of stuff on your stick unless you can manage it uh, northward there, you know? Yeah, you're not going to be able to take the whole corn dog down in one bite. <laughs> Feel like we're 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 converging a couple of conversations yeah. here now, you yeah, know. I like but this. I, I I no, I I think he's on to something. And and speaking of Coach O, Coach O, uh, one of the motivational things he holds and, and keeps shouting out on Twitter. I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, Coach, but hold that tiger. Uh, are, are have you come up with with a with with your your kind of short, sweet TLDR uh, slogan for for this year's Mississippi State team? Uh, you know, nothing, nothing comes to mind so far. That's kind of, you get into it as you start to develop your identity from camp, um, which we're starting to do. And, uh, and then you kind of develop it from there. But, uh, and that's kind of where, you know, swing your sword started the way back when, uh, you know, one of our good ones we had one year was just attitude, you know, just one word attitude. They wear these hats attitude. Well, and Phil it just said, Phil, Phil, it was a, that was a good one, but then it seemed to go stale by the next year. So we had to come up with a new one. Well, I I'd like to pitch out, unleash the dogs. I <laughs> uh, kind of, you know, your intensity, you're young, you're youthful. So feel, feel free to use that for the players. Tell them, <laughs> tell them Sean sent that your way. Mike uh, really appreciate you calling in as always. Good luck with the season. And uh, yeah, appreciate the time as always, Coach. Hail State. Yeah, Hail State. Hail, Hail State, and thanks so much for having me on. Oh yeah, talking Manscaped. They are the leaders in below the belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Hey, when you're when you're trimming around down there, you don't want to leave it to some generic, some some fly by night operation. Also, no. as a guy who has a beard, it's nice not to have to use the same trimmer on the below the belt as the above the belt. It's nice to separate, create that distinction. Manscaped, man, they got it all. The LED light. I mean, we're talking lawnmower 3.0 here. 7,000 RPMs. Your pubes don't stand a chance when you're unloading 7,000 RPM motor with that quiet stroke technology. Quiet stroke is trademarked. And again, the LED light is perfect. Yep. Because a lot of times you're looking underneath there, there's no natural lighting for behind your ball sack. And again, you don't want any nicks or cuts. It's one thing to get them on your, uh, yeah, if you're shaving your face, it's not a huge deal. You can throw a little aftershave on it. There, you don't want to do. You don't want to have a knicker cut down there. Throw a little aftershave on there. No. Have a Macaulay Culkin like moment when that hits. You don't want that. That's why you gotta trust your nuts with the leaders in below the belt grooming, Manscaped, and again something like this. It, it's it's just beautiful. You would have. It, it's we're living in interesting times where you can both charge your tobacco water pipe and your pube <laughs> trimmer using USB. Yeah. But of course, manscape got you covered. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP 20 at manscape.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com. Use that code S G P 20. I don't recommend commingling 
the charger charging cables <laughs> for Bluetooth speakers, the lawnmower 3.0 and your tobacco water pipe. Yeah. You got You got to separate the feeds could lead to an embarrassing conversation, maybe less sanitary approach to listening to music, <laughs> all sorts of potential problems, bunch of nightmares you want to avoid. All right. Awesome interview with Leach. Now let's do it. Let's talk a little college football preview. I'm the, I'm the college football outsider. Colby of course is the insider giving us a scoop. We got basically four major conferences that are playing AAC, ACC, Big 12, SEC, Big 10. That's the sign. That's the sign of the times that we're calling the AAC a major conference. Dude, they were better than the ACC last year. Colby Colby made us include. They were better than the AAC last year. Everyone knows that. The ACC. Yeah, I'm sorry. They were better than the ACC last year. They really were. Look at at, uh, everyone's power rankings. They're better than the ACC last year. All right. Okay. Let's so talk AAC. Power six conferences, two of which are not playing. Yes, because they're soft. Big Ten. I mean, and for we've included reason, an extra from in the Power Five, and we're going to call them uh, the AAC. They How, got they got rid of UConn. They got rid of their dead weight. What can now call me crazy? What what is going on in Central Arkansas that they can figure out to play, but Michigan can't figure out to play? What does Austin P know about medical science that Michigan State does not know? That's what that is. This a rhetorical question, Sean? Are it you, is. Are you it's putting a rhetorical out, question. Are you putting it on T and and trying to set me up for failure? Because yeah. All right. It's a football. It's football country down there in Arkansas. Okay, Colby. Let's talk AAC. What What are the teams that are jumping out at you? I'll I'll start out with my Homer angle, which I always love. Oh no! Let me guess. Give me the over on the on the Temple Owls. I like their program. Ooh, Rod no. Carey, the coach. Ooh. 60 and 35 as a head coach. And again, the win totals for this conference, these are just their conference games only. So Temple set at a very low three and a half. I'm taking the over there. Uh, They got a good quarterback, Anthony Russo. I I like that play. Uh, Would you explain to people what we're doing? We're throwing out some picks for each conference. Yes, we're going to pick one win total we like, and then we're going to pick a lock to win the conference and a dog to win the conference as well. Got it. Okay. I mean, Sean. Obviously, I went through. I can probably tell you who Sean's going to pick in each conference, just based on <laughs> what Sean is going to do. Well, Penn, are, Penn State doesn't have a season. If we're doing win total, are we doing win totals first? Then, yes. Is that what? We're, it's Mem- I, I look no further than Memphis. Uh, they got hit pretty hard today when their star running back. Oh, is there news I don't know about that? Oh, today, this is this is what you were telling me about earlier. Yeah, yeah. I think the guy had five family members die from COVID, so he just said, "So he's Fuck opting it. out." He's the, uh, a lot of people have him rated as the third best running back in the country. Uh, does that matter? Uh, Do you think it m- matters to this team? Because for me, they, it was just about the schedule. It's still a solid. They have it was Brady still White, about the schedule. It's six, about six-year quarterback coming back. A yes, and that's yeah. important, right? Continuity. We talked about this Coxie. repeatedly in the NFL. But for me, it was purely schedule. And I think when you look at the 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 powers to be in this conference, in this power conference, as Colby says, it's about UCF. It's about Cincinnati, and it's about Memphis. Uh, well, and if you love America, it's about Navy. Well, there's a huge like Dana Holgerson took over Houston last year, yeah, and he basically punted on the season. So he he had his star players sit out all of like their like a big list of them. So they're coming back this year. They're one of the most experienced, I think, by talent based. Why did why did he have them sit out? Because he just said this season's a disaster. I'm coming in like it's. I've never been done before in college football that I've I've ever known about tanking. A, a, a coach kind of tanked. So they're kind of a wild card to me. If you actually look at recruiting rankings, they're actually the second rated team in the country. And if I can finish my yeah. fucking point, <laughs> even if they lose the UCF and 
Cincinnati, which one of those games is at home against UCF. They still are good for six wins if they beat everyone else, and their total is at five and a half. So to Very me, reasonable to me, uh, Memphis is the it was the team that I circled, and yeah. and perhaps uh, I'm gonna react, overreact like the public would to news about a running back who we of course know does not move any sort of numbers, <laughs> just, any sort of just win so totals. the audience knows, there's only eight conference games yes. in this conference. Yes, so, so an over under yeah. of five and a half is pretty high. Uh, they share it with Cincinnati, and again, UCF is that one notch higher at, at six and That's a half. What I mean, SMU would be the other team in that mix. Who's your win total then, Colby? I mean, the safest play is UCF. They're far better than everyone <laughs> here. Like oh, it, over on UCF. Over. So you think they're going at least seven and one? I definitely think so. I mean, they, like last year, their three losses they they won ten games last year, and their three losses were by a total of seven points. Uh, and they started a freshman quarterback in Dylan Dylan Gabriel. So I think this year they. I, I think they're going to go undefeated in conference. I really do. But if they were to lose one, it'd be the at Memphis game. So they're still good. I, they get Cincinnati in Orlando. They do get. Uh, they get Cincinnati. They do have to travel to Memphis. Is That's that a, is that a game you circle? That obviously, but I, they can afford to lose that, and you still hit on this. Yeah. So, so you're, you're having them go either seven and one, eight and zero. Oh, UCF dominates. Well, Sean, would it be? Would it be a college football preview if the Dantabase didn't come uh, out here yeah, slinging chalk? <laughs> yeah, well, and also he 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 he's just like he's got his emotions tied up in this UCF program. What are you talking about hoping I, for the return to greatness. Everyone assumes national I'm champs. a huge UCF. I went to East. I mean, I'm an ECU guy. Well, oh, come on, but also uh, in this year. Is UCF going to claim their national champions even before the they season should. starts? They now, should. I, I will yeah. say. I will say this: the strength of the program is certainly appealing, and, and if we zoom ahead to who I think the lock to win the conference is, it's Central Florida. Yeah. yeah. Because they shouldn't be underdog. There shouldn't be a plus a yeah. associated with this price. Now, Colby's point: I, I don't love the idea of betting on a team to to go one loss through a conference. They could go undefeated. Very easily I, could go a undefeated. Really good chance. Memphis breaking in a new coach. COVID effects. You always wonder the, like, how is a new coach going to do with no spring ball? Now, now the, the coach was, you know, previously with Memphis, you coached them in the bowl game. So that's encouraging if, for your, for your backing Memphis, but other teams where they like South Florida, brand new coach, Jeff Scott, the OC of Clemson coming in. I, I think it's going to be really challenging for the brand new coaches to really be good this year, considering they uh, had no spring ball. I, I think it's certainly a challenge. I, I do. I, I think there's going to be so much variance in the season in general. I mean, we saw the first college football game. Uh, obviously, there's going to be some trash. We got to deal with it early in seasons. I don't necessarily think it. it, it it's going to be a direct correlation to teams that look sloppy with you, teams that have say... coaching staffs who in place. No, I'm just saying at the college level, I think you might have an established coaching staff that still comes out and looks sloppy because they don't have the typical tune-up games. And maybe they're coaches that don't know how to adjust and don't know how to be like Joe judge in New York and run a scrimmage <laughs> with guys with tennis balls. Taped what to what do hands. you think of this though, guys, but, but we but, should but, ask coach Leach if, if that's a drill more, he's going to take from more, Joe judge more. My angle with this game we're playing because we're picking a win total. We like we're picking a, a lock to win the conference and a dog to win the conference was more about the, the, the game theory of this conference where I think I'd prefer UCF plus one thirty to win the conference over because they could over win, six yeah. and a half. They points. could win yeah. the conference at, with two losses. With six and two. Yeah. Uh, and you're getting plus. What odds. do you guys think about this? Though? I'm curious your guys' take on this. With with most of these places, universities not having fans, or if they're having fans, 25%, don't you think just talent's going to prevail? So you're you're leaning. In, see, I we've we've discussed this in the NFL show, or what if, what if 
the, 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 the big programs. What if the talent needs the juice in the crowd to get up? And what if the kids in the smaller school already have that motivation because of whatever circumstances led them to end up at fucking Tulsa or East Carolina? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Again, I think people are very quick to say, well, no crowd that's going to change things. You know, it, there's going to be no, no home field. Does the home field advantage not being there hurt the better team or the worst team? I, I got to ask you, does it hurt the team that had the strong home field advantage? I mean, or did it, does it, does it help the team more that didn't have any home field advantage at all? I, I, I still think like uh, we're going to get step to outside the, the box, Colby. I'm not sure it's so we're straightforward get to the big 12. And I think like Iowa state who's a game at Ames is incredibly tough with fans, but because now that there's no fans, I don't, they're the one of the least most are they still going to wave to the kids in the uh, hospital, I, Iowa, Iowa. But, but, but you have to compare it to what happens on the other side is the home field advantage so great in Ames because of the crowd where it's a better home field than say Oklahoma with a hundred thousand or Texas with a hundred thousand well, fans. I don't, you don't know see, that. And that's where like, I, I can't I wait know, to though. see it. I can't wait yeah. to see how a team full of five-star bag dropped recruits is able to get up without a crowd. I'm serious. Like there's a certain hype element to this. And think about this, Sean, when you, when you, you are, are a third string tight end. Yes. You didn't need anything to get hyped for a game. You no. were ready to go because you might not get a chance at all. So you had to be hyped for the warmups. You had to be hyped for that walkthrough. You had to be, again, I really strongly encourage you to take a step outside the box. Don't be a, a fucking mainstream leech with poor information. I'm speaking. Don't, 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 no pun intended. I'm not speaking hey. to Colby. I'm, no, yeah, no pun intended. I'm speaking to everyone. I don't know it's that if it's that clear that no fans is going to obviously hurt the smaller program that had that we the reason Ames was a tough a tough out for for a road team in the Big 12. It's far as fuck. That's no, why. No, cuz the fans are fucking And the bananas. weather is different. Yeah. The fans help, dude. But the fans are bananas at every school. And all I'm saying is that I think sometimes we forget Ames is a tough because of the climate and the, and, and the, and the distance Syracuse is tough because of the distance Boston, like, and the fans, yeah. some of this is more about trap anyway, well, but temples used to playing in front of nobody. Do they have I an advantage? I, I, maybe, the the maybe. Los Angeles chargers, maybe, maybe those teams have an advantage. <laughs> I, I will say we, we promised we weren't going to do more than 10 minutes per conference. And we've done more than 10 minutes on the fucking AAC Colby. Oh, well, you're just uh, mad because Virginia tech, you know, probably get it. They, they don't even schedule right. to see you anymore. So, so Colby's uh, lock and win total. He likes is UCF. Yeah, Cause you have, you has UCF winning the conference at plus one thirty, yeah. right? I assume yes. Colby. Yes. Okay. I like now that. double dipping with your is, opinion. This is kind of fun. Who's the dog. Who's the outsider. Who's the dark horse that Can could I, possibly upset UCF. I think Colby and I are on the same page with this one. And he kind of buried the leader or, or, or teased it earlier, but it's Houston at 14 to one. If you're going to pick someone that isn't UCF, it's not my pick, but I like oh, it. Interesting. I okay. like it, but I had, I figured we, we were, we were dab we were dabbling outside the obvious choices well, of they're Memphis a mystery Cincinnati. team to me. They're a true mystery team. And to when me, you have like, a, a season that's going to be filled with uncertainty and variance, why not take Houston for uh, some of the reasons you highlighted one? I think we, 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 we know that he's a coach that can coach and his system is very clear. Uh, I think there's a lot of well, reasons he, play, he played under Mike Leach at Iowa Wesleyan. There's also some reasons <laughs> to to be to feel positive in that, as you said, there's a number of kind of quote red shirts coming into this season. 
Yeah. I mean, talent wise, they're the second most talented team in uh, based on recruiting rankings. But so, so if I'm taking a stab, uh, you know, I'm, I, I like kind of looking in that, in the, in the tier that's at 14 to one SMU, Houston and Navy are all on that tier uh, this year. Uh, so uh, I'm going Houston 14 to one, Sean, I'm going Navy oh. 14 to I'm a, one. I'm going to back him. Oh, on look at this. I'm going to back him. See, on everyone Navy. says, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I come with the dog that the college football expert Colby also likes as well. Sure, they lost Malcolm Perry, but they have a lot of consistency. Otherwise, they're returning 26 offensive line starts. Love that consistency. And I don't know if you know this, but because Navy operates on a on like a different rule as far as roster wise, they have they're able to give out more scholarships. They're not limited uh, to a certain number of scholarships like other programs. So they are deep. They have tons of depth. And so they're allowed to is, circumvent Title Nine essentially. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know exactly because like. I don't Interesting. know. It, I read it. Military. It's like basically because you're also in the Navy. I don't know what the rules are, but who is more disciplined than the goddamn fucking Navy? And this is a season that hinges <laughs> on what, discipline. That's what I was going to say. And, and how about this? You haven't had spring. You haven't had. Uh, I think it benefits the triple option teams. Yes. And another thing is how many players do you see sit out like Memphis's running back? You think that might get enhanced as the season goes along? Well, I can tell you this Navy players are going to play. Yeah. They they would rather or, or if they don't play what are they gonna do they're gonna be like peeling potatoes on a submarine <laughs> like come on they playing is a nice and who has been doing PT the entire spring summer because they have to because they're in the Navy Navy well and even losing Malcolm Perry was great at Navy but it's kind of a plug and play system yeah with, it's with more about the option. system I mean Take Malcolm athlete, Perry was good there. yeah um, but yeah three and a half. Uh, the I like the they're over. They, they're oh, going to be. I, I love. Am I the seeing over this correctly? They yeah. don't play Central Florida. They don't. They would play in the conference championship if that would. Be, they also yeah. don't play Cincinnati. Mm. And then you're sit you if you they can get to the title game. You're sitting on plus fourteen hundred. I'm sure UCF or Cincinnati are going to be big favorites, but still, plus fourteen hundred. Well, I think it's your point. Not not only that, but you have the fact that this this is if there's any team that has a clear system. And a clear understanding of what they're trying to do. It's Navy. And I think that's, you know, if you believe in this need to have consi- I think for, for Navy, it's less about coaching more than it is just about that they run the triple option. He's a great and, coach, though. Uh, no, no, yeah. I agree. But just the fact that the triple option is difficult to prepare for. We talked to Bud Foster about this earlier in the summer. The triple option, one of the more difficult things to prepare for, even though it's a it's a shitty high school offense, <laughs> you just don't see it all the time. So it, yeah. And I think you know maybe limited practice time it ma- it makes it so much stronger. Yeah, you let like one of their opposing teams like they get BYU on Labor Day, like let let them get some some COVID. Your depth at D line is not going to be used to taking on a triple option in general, and let that happen, you, they could run away with that. I mean, I, I like it. Uh, you, part of the reason I didn't pick Navy, Colby, so full disclo- was I knew Sean yeah. was going to pick Navy. I knew Sean was going to pick Navy I and love Temple. America, Ryan. You know what I what else I love. Friends of the program like BetQL. You want to get a sweet app to help you bet smarter, not harder? You got to grab BetQL. Head to the App Store or Google Play Store, download BetQL right away. They got sharp data NBA, MLB, NHL, college football. They got it all. NFL just around the corner. And they got the best bets algorithm. 
you know, we got, we got the database. They have their own computer learning. It's a learning computer. Oh shit. I lost that drop. Doesn't matter. My CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. I got it right here. <laughs> they got their own learning computer, their best bets algorithm, their five-star picks going off at 67%. Again, if you use the uh, promo code SGP 20, 20% off your first subscription. You want to dive deep, see sharp uh, data, see where the public is looking to fade the public. Nothing easier than just fading the public. Make sure you go to betql.co enter code SGP 20, 20% off your first subscription, baby. All right, now to a real conference, the ACC. You're going to upset Colby. He's he's enraged while he's punching up his numbers. It is getting better. The ACC? The ACC is getting better. Okay. They added Notre Dame, which actually got a conference. Yeah. What a And some of the other teams are getting better. I I couldn't be more more proud of the private school pussies up in Notre. <laughs> All of a sudden now you can't stand by yourself. Don't offend our guy now, Joe Theismann. Now you can't stand alone. Now, what happened? <laughs> what happened, bro? I I don't like I don't like that the ACC let the let Notre Dame in. Like this is one like Notre Dame has been telling oh. the ACC to fuck off not, for years. Wait, not only did they not let or they, did they let them in, they also gave them the most generous schedule. They the ACC protected Clemson and Notre Dame. It's so weird. Why would yeah, they do that? Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Just why mm. would they? Why would they do that? I think well, Notre yeah. Dame gave him a lot of a lot of cash. Do you think Notre Dame stays in the ACC after this season? No. But uh, why not? Unfortunately, I, I don't yeah, get it. They should, but they won't. Is it is it just the TV rights thing? Is that I the only the thing? money deals that USC gives them? They have that rivalry that's been going on. The with availability to make more yeah. money alone in a normal year with TV money, etc. You know, it's all fine and dandy, but like, what has Notre Dame done? They they aren't the team that doesn't need a conference anymore. They need a fucking conference. And honestly, if I was the ACC in this situation, it's like cool. You got you can join us this year, but you got to stay. Like lock the door, Bronx Tale yeah, style. That's, now that's why you just can't pussies, leave. They didn't do that. They just said, okay, for one year, this much cash. I, I promise, we'll give you a nice <laughs> schedule. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I appre- I listened to the ACC preview on the college experience. And I appreciated you leaning into that because I don't, I don't know what the, like the ACC does hold some power and I don't know why they didn't just tell Notre Dame to fuck fine. You don't want to join the ACC. Don't have a fucking football schedule. Yeah. You don't not, have a football and schedule. Your basketball school's already in the ACC. What a bunch of, oh, that no, is weird. That you it's put not the just basketball. the basketball. Yeah. Every other major your division sport, one yeah, sport yeah. is an ACC school, but you know, they got that NBC deal. Grab your cojones ACC. They gotta play right. Doug Flutie. They can't afford. Colby, to share. What, what are the what are the big storylines besides Notre Dame joining? Of course, uh, Clemson dominating or or looking to dominate. Their win total set at a whopping ten and a half. Now these are total win wins, not just conference yes. wins, because Clemson's only playing eleven games. So and they added the Citadel outside of conference play. That was nice, <laughs> nice schedule by them. A little uh, layup. <laughs> uh, look, uh, uh, North Carolina is the team to watch for me. Uh, Mac Brown. Uh, great year last year, hit on the over in year one. Uh, they started a freshman quarterback out the gate from Mac Brown, and he he actually had better stats than Trevor Lawrence. He threw 38 touchdowns, six picks. Sam Howell, this guy is they, they bring back 2,000 yard rushers, 2,000 yard receivers, Sam Howell, and then they have a top 10 recruiting class currently. So watch out for the Tar Heels. Well, and speaking about Trevor Lawrence, is there a chance that Trevor Lawrence peaked too early? Potentially, I mean, look, I, I think the guy's still got to work. Like everyone says, he's for sure the first pick of the draft. I'm not all the way there yet because 
he needs to figure out he's got some footwork issues, man. And and I thought Lewis Riddick did a great job pointing that out over the over the mm. the, the off season. You're speaking Sean's yeah. language. He does uh, not I, I appreciate love, a man I love studying foot- good footwork. Well, and there is always that chance that someone comes out of nowhere. I mean, look at Joe Burrow and and Joe was cool enough advocating like let these guys play. Like if it wasn't for last season, yeah. I could be looking for a real job right now. Well, and, and there could be that storyline of a quarterback coming out of nowhere. Again, this season's so wild. I, I think they will kind of fall back on what they know when it comes to picks. And Trevor Lawrence is in the driver's seat for the first and, overall, but I, I don't know. You, Someone you don't can come think, out of nowhere. And, and kudos to Trevor Lawrence for advocating to play football. Saying yeah, like they're safer. He, and, and, well, he, and his points already come out true. Uh, TCU starting quarterback Max Duggan. They they tested him. They found a heart murmur. He's not going to play this year. But this is something that he could have died with anyway. That if he wasn't getting this COVID check. This is why you should be playing football, Big Ten and Pac-12 and well, Mount West and, 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 and Trevor every, yeah. Lawrence too. Like literally, there you couldn't find a college football player in America who has more to lose by playing this season than Trevor Lawrence. And the dude saying, "Hey, I want to play." Like yeah. he's he, already basically put in the number one spot in the NFL draft. He can only go down yeah. by either poor well, play or horrible injury. Well, he did get engaged. I don't know what uh, he was thinking there. I mean, I think, uh, uh, yeah, questionable, especially when you're going to Jacksonville. Especially when you're going to Jacksonville, Duval. Yeah. Again, again, that's what I'm saying. Peaking too early, <laughs> getting married in college. Wait till you're the number yeah, one overall please. pick. You shop got around and of, then get married. Could have got ton of ton of COVID vagina this this this. Is season. Dabo going to Jacksonville with him? No, Minshew Mania is going to take the Jags to the playoffs. You've heard, you've heard me talk about it. Look, watch out for Lavisca Chenault to Minshew the connection. You well, like and, and and Lavisca Chenault is becoming a little bit more fantasy relevant, especially with. Uh, Leonard Lenny Foran's out of the picture. We we should have hit hit up Leach about uh about Minshew because that well next time we have him on we'll definitely talk that. All right, I'm gonna kick things off with the win totals. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go Clemson under ten and a half. I like it. Just in this wild season, Clemson always they've had these scares against Syracuse. It just seems in this crazy year they're gonna probably lose one regular season game. I don't think that's that cra- all your all you need is one loss and you cash the under. I, I still like them to win the conference, but just one loss at I don't think I don't think they're going to go eleven and zero. Something's going to happen. There's going to be a monkey wrench somewhere, even though they are obviously kind of the best team in the conference. Kramer, what's your win well, total they, jumping they, out uh, at you? Well, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna be controversial, I think, because this is a team a lot of people are picking for, but that's Pittsburgh. Mm, yeah, their road schedule is absurd. Are Whatever you going on the under, under, wow, under on Pittsburgh. Have you looked at their schedule? I have. But it, they, they might have the best defensive line in all of college football. It doesn't matter. Their their value, like their win value, comes from them being at home and them being a weird spot for ACC teams to go to. Sean, listen to this schedule. All right, they start out against the uh, your boys, Austin P. Austin PA, as uh, my buddy used to say. No, I don't like Austin PA. Sarah, I'm a Central Sarah, Arkansas. Syracuse man. at home, <laughs> Louisville at home. These are all winnable games. NC State at home. Uh, who knows if that game's going to take place on that date or if they're going to. And then it goes at Boston College, at Miami, Notre Dame at home, open at Florida State, at Georgia Tech, Virginia yep. Tech at home, at Clemson. Hey, Clemson, better well, watch out. I'm just out. saying, if Clemson you don't better get, watch out. If you don't get to seven by November, 
you might or six by November, you're in trouble. Well, and, and to, to Kramer's point, their their home field is usually because they're a cold weather team in these Florida or these softer teams have to come into Pittsburgh late in the season. But if you look at the schedule, they're playing those teams in Florida. And so it doesn't, maybe they don't have that home field as much. They have five home games before their bye week. I'm going to push back on you though. I mean, that's not my play, but I'm saying, I, I'm just saying they have five, uh, four, five home games before their bye well, week. Let me tell you about this though. Florida state. And I'm being dead serious. I think they've had the worst offensive line in the power five, yeah. right? In the past two or three years. And they're not, I look at their own line. They, unless these players get better really fast. Now I think Norvell will get the ball out hotter. Uh, Pitt's D line is going to eat them alive. And Look, they, they only yeah. have one home game in the month of November when, if there is no Against crowds, Virginia Tech, who, the weather is going to matter. I'll tell you what, my Hokies, they don't play well in Pitt, never play Tall well. Tall grass. You, no one kicks field goals. No that, one yeah. plays well in Pitt, <laughs> but they don't have home games down the stretch when the weather's bad. They've d- completely disarmed Pitt's. Pitt's massive weapon, I which is think home games in October and November. They have wh- two home games yeah. in October and November. But I, I still think like, look, they weren't so NC state October third. I'm not counting that one. They, they weren't going to play Clemson originally, but now when they went to the 10 game, Clemson drew Pitt, And I think that's a dangerous game for Clemson. Cause you got Pitt's got a, 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 a senior quarterback who last year was in a brand new offense. This year is in year two of Mark Whipple's offense. And then when you put that defense, it's not only the D line, the defensive backfield is really good at Pitt, so I think you saw the year when they had Deshaun Watson when they went to, when they won the national championship. Pitt came Again, down to Clemson and beat Sean, him. Sean, hard time for me to find seven wins on this schedule. It's one of the it's one of the win totals I like the most, and I mostly I didn't want to go over. For all, I didn't want to I didn't want you guys to hear me say Virginia Tech over because I actually don't I don't like that. I don't. I don't mm. Although this is this is one of those and years, and, and and Colby, I, we can talk about them in a second. But who who is your favorite? Oh, player? this one is easy, and you're going to hate it. Bronco you, Mendenhall oh, is not going to have a losing season. Stop it. I'm telling you that defense is loaded. Look, and if there's one thing I learned about Bronco Mendenhall at BYU and even with his, he likes co- to soak, <laughs> he likes his, a good soak. Is his okay. quarterback play. He's a great coach with quarterbacks. Like he'll get them. He'll get them to, it, to they'll be, they, they might not be the most athletic. I know Bryce Perkins was, yep. but Kurt Benkert wasn't prior to that, but he'll, he'll have them playing turnover free football. That defense is too good. They're going to win more than five. Do they have a a game September twelfth, week two yet? Do you know? I think they have Liberty. Okay. So they you're you're recommending your clients take Virginia over five and a half. Yeah, he'll get them to six wins. Sean, uh, other than this uh, this cupcake game they they open the season with at Virginia Tech, revenge spot, beating them for the first time in fifteen years, open date, and then at Clemson. So it's going to be a tough start to the season to, to, to Colby's point, like perhaps the value play on Bronco Bronco Mendenhall and this UVA team will come in against the spread value, maybe against NC state at wake forest at Miami. When North, they're a big dog where that where maybe they've started out slow. Like I like them. They're better than anyway. like Duke and Boston. I, I see, I see your stuff. angle yeah, yeah. for them to, to win six games. It, it's, you know, from a program perspective, it seems to be going in the right direction. Unfortunately, Mendenhall very rarely lays an egg. No. As far as a uh, lock for the conference, is everyone on Clemson minus three fifty? No. What's your, oh, okay. Kramer. I, I'm taking Clemson minus three fifty for the lock. Again, I don't think they win 11 games, but I do think they end up winning the conference championship. So, and so minus three fifty is not so a you're gonna lock press. up minus three fifty. Clemson wins the conference. Um, Real bold move by you. 
you know, yeah, that's why it's a lock ride. My dog is going to be 20 to one. Colby, do you know who won the conference the last time there weren't divisions? Oh, in a year where people didn't expect it with a quarterback. Was that that the hope? People were saying this guy can't (laughs) get it done. Mr. Mr. Brian Randall. Oh, nice pull. And this is a team. Once again, Virginia Tech, their their head is just down below the favorites in the conference. Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker has a lot of Brian Randall in him in that he just gets shit done. He just wins games. But and two picks last year. All last year. That's incredible. You're yeah. using Virginia Tech as your lock at twenty to one. Yeah. Okay. Cause you could use that as your dog. We're giving out a lock and a dog. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a fucking pussy like you. Again, I'm not sitting here pretending like I don't like the hard-nosed attitude of Joe Judge. All oh, rise. And and people will tell me, they'll, they'll say, Ryan, but Bud Foster's gone. Upgrade. Bud Foster's been out of touch with these players for some years. Loved having him on the show, coach. We'll never forget. Wow. We'll never forget what you oh, brought to me. But we- Justin Hamilton is gonna get it done on the defensive side. Fuente finally has his down. staff. They are the lock because this is People, you know, the older generation will will remember Virginia Tech was often a thorn in team side when people weren't talking about them when they were sitting there just under the radar a little bit. And this very much feels like one of those years. So I am absolutely going to lock up my Hokies to get it done. Twenty to one, dog. Last time we did this without divisions. Last time we did this where Clemson didn't get to conveniently miss some of the harder teams every year. The Hokies got it done. So let's see him get it done again. Virginia Tech plus two. Thousand. Wow, I like it. Colby. What's your lock? <laughs> didn't think I was going to be for the ACC. To fuck you. Uh, I mean, I got threw people off by saying you didn't like the win total over seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's even. So more how do they win? I, I, I was throwing you off the scent. Relax. <laughs> how do they win the ACC by not by only having seven? You wins? know what they oh, say. Everyone else has got to lose a lot. Right? Listen, you like, guys can get up from the table with your fucking chips while I go all in. All right. <laughs> I'm all in. Are you? Yeah. You know what, man? If you want to go all in, you know what? I'm not going to buy this Clemson thing. All right. I'm going to take doing, the Tar Heels there you of go. North Carolina. There you go. Look, year two. I love what Mac Brown did when he came to North Carolina. He hired Phil Longo, OC, former OC of Ole yeah. Miss when they were beating Alabama. Uh, then he brought in Jay Bateman, a defensive coordinator. Love Bateman. When he was at Army, you saw how bad Army was without him last year. And when you put this talent, like I said, Sam Howe, 38 touchdowns, six picks a season ago, more than Trevor Lawrence on touchdown passes. Yes. Uh, mixed with 2,000 yard running backs, 2,000 yard wideouts. I think North Carolina is going to get to the ACC championship. And last year, they yep. played Clemson and they were pretty much beating them the whole game. They, they lost by going for two. They're, they're showing yeah. the whole conference. It helps the cheat. So, okay. <laughs> so, you guys, you're locking up UNC at 10 to 1. For the conference now, I love how Sean's <laughs> angry that we're not going. It's going to be Clemson, UNC in the in the A's. Sorry the if we like to have an opinion. Sorry right? if we well, like well, to. Well, that's not the Notre and Dame thing. Okay, now if your dog, if your lock is twenty to one, is your dog going to be like Syracuse? I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm dying to hear. My dog is going to be Florida State at twenty to one. Uh, oh my goodness! What's what's wrong with that? Oh Kramer? my goodness! Oh. They can knock off Clemson Listen, in the dude, regular season. If there's a team I'm worried about with COVID, it's Florida State. Listen, uh, <laughs> Florida State, they'll be fine. I'm worried about the O line. They got to fix that O line. Hey, they'll fix the O line. They have they play Clemson at home, which is the way you want to play Clemson. That can get them into the uh, ACC championship, and then they knock it out in the championship game. Uh, they got a couple of nice little home games at the end there. I'm going Florida State. 
Colby, what's your dog? What's your long shot in the ACC? Well, look, Kramer mentioned him. Yeah. The Pittsburgh Panthers. I mm. think they they if they can really just be better passing the ball in year two of Whipple's offense, which I like Whipple as a, as an OC. The defense is gonna be really good. I really believe the defense is gonna be really good, even with one of their best players sitting out because of COVID. They still have depth. They have a ton yeah. of depth. They have a great safety play. Um, great D line. Pitt is a is a wild card. I think Pitt could beat anyone on this on this anyone they play. Not can they be consistent is the question. Probably not. Probably not. There that, that's been the knock against them for years. It's like if yeah. you if you're a team that wants to win the national championship, you have Pitt in your schedule. You're like, well, we could lose that game, but also Pitt could lose to like UMass. Uh, I, I think again we talked about Pitt. I'm I'm a little uh, I'm a little worried about just in general their lack of home games late in the season. Cause I feel like that's just, that's how they get it done. And, oh, yeah. and we'll see if, if they drop an early one at home, Colby, I'm going to give you an, I told you so on the college picks preview hey. for whatever week that is uh, for me. Yeah. Who's your long shot Kramer? Well, who's I, your dog? I obviously have to go longer than 20 to one Yes, to make you guys believe it, but I'm going to go with Louisville. Oh, that, that was my Saturday, other, yeah. Listen, I like that. They, uh, you want to talk about a team that was on a, a little, would you say a crescendo, a mild crescendo last year? A lot of reason to be optimistic. Again, this season's fucking weird. Trevor Lawrence. Here's my, if you cue the X files music, I have a sneaky suspicion. Trevor, as the season transpires, Trevor Lawrence might find a reason to not play. And it's after they lose a game, maybe they're out of the and college that's football the fiance. Honey, you're about to make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Why play these games? Listen, if you're, when it happens, just remember who told you first, I think Clemson is, is completely, completely out of the picture or they're going to drop a game or two early. I like Sean's play. I don't like his lock minus three fifty. I still lock. think Clemson's know. in the, ACC but let's move on to the next, yeah. let's move on to the next one. Cause I think, I think it's going to be someone else and I think it's going to be a weird year and they're not going to let Notre Dame. I'll, win I'll the say conference. something with you picking Louisville, Macal Cunningham, long shot for the Heisman. I like that play. Dude's a beast. Wouldn't be the first time a guy popped out of nowhere yeah. to, to do some Heisman, damage yeah. in the Heisman. Next up, we got the Big Twelve. Before we do that, want to give a shout out to Ace Per Head. You want to book action? You want to become your own bookie? You want to book Kramer's insane twenty to one lock that Virginia Tech will win the ACC? All you got to do: start your own sportsbook. DM Kramer. If you're thinking about starting your own sportsbook, all you got to do is go to aceperhead.com/sgp. Use that link and you get up to six weeks free. They got uh, live betting, an amazing mobile experience, top-notch customer support, some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Stop trying to just beat the bookie and become a bookie over at aceperhead.com/sgp. All, incre- all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated the second, wagers graded immediately. Can't beat Ace. Ace is the place to become a bookie. aceperhead.com/sgp. Big 12 baby. Colby, what what do we what should we know about the Big 12? Are they still a power conference first? They are. Okay. They're better than the ACC. Okay. They have better I mean, maybe not this year. Last year they were. Um, what should we know? We should know that Spencer Spencer Rattler is the new quarterback at at uh Oklahoma. He's a very N1 type of quarterback. Uh, what a Big great I mean, recruit. What a what a great last name. <laughs> what a great last name. Uh, but uh, aside from that, Texas, Sam Ellinger, they're, they're a veteran team. Is Texas ever going to put it together? This is their no. year to do. No, that. why would they ever put it together? 
And the most talented team I think in the big 12 is Mike Gundy and the Oklahoma state Cowboys. Now there's been some off season issues that make you wonder, are you watching the show on ESPN? Am the, I watching the, the, the own network, the Oklahoma, uh, the no. Oklahoma state, no, uh, I, ha- I haven't like been kind of no. hard knocksy type show. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess if, if you think that's a reason to, to stay away from Oklahoma, isn't that a reason to, to snag Oklahoma I mean, state? Isn't this a Mike Gundy type of year? I, I think, I mean, look, I'm on them. I'm, I'm going to take them. I'm going to let that, let you know that I, I'm taking the over seven because I think talent is talent. I mean, don't you pull out the same like notebook that you write down notes every year and you say, Oh, let, let's see Texas. Oh, what, what? Yep. They're going to disappoint Oklahoma. They'll be right there till the end. And then, you know, let's identify the one team in the Oklahoma state TCU, I, Iowa state I realm have. Baylor. Maybe, maybe Kansas state pops in there. One of those teams pops in and, and it's not going to be Oklahoma versus Texas. hundred percent chance of that. I actually think it's going to be Texas. Okay. State in the big 12 championship. Interesting. So you, you like that you fancy Texas. I, I just feel like with returning, returning that many play. And then uh, with, with Sam Ellinger coming back, Right now, then like, why do they find a way to disappoint every year? It doesn't matter if they get a it's good a coach. make or break year for Herman, man. We, we said we yeah. loved Herman. We said, this is the guy he's going to fix it. Right. We, uh, Charlie Chuck strong. We backed away from after the fact we're like, Whoa, he wasn't ready, <laughs> Well, you remember, but he was ready at the time. And then, then Herman's this guy. And then he gets, it, it reminds me a little bit of rooting for, you know, a big market team like the Yankees. And when you see players, you're like, yeah, he's going to, and they just can't handle it mentally. And I wonder like, can Herman handle it mentally. Cause at Texas, it's more than just coaching a football team. You remember where you're Her- the CEO of an organization. Do you remember where Herman was, was going to go where they, he turned him down and they had no other play LSU. No. And then they were like, Oh, we got to go with coach. O, and everyone was pissed. Yep. And then who wins them a national championship? Hold that tiger. Hold that tiger. Motherfucker. Uh, yeah. I think Texas though. I, I liked him to, to beat Oklahoma in the red river shootout. I'm going to say shootout guys. Are you, is wow, uh, Colby, come on! Is that are we allowed to do that? Yeah, you're, that, you're what do they call it now? The rivalry, Red River handshake. Yeah, some shit bump? like that. Um, elbow for, bump, for dude, my, please. Elbow bump. For my, um, why are elbow bumps safer than fist bumps? I, I, serious question. It's almost <laughs> like they're making all this stuff up as they go, right? Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma football. I'm going the under eight and a half. I, I it's just I like it. I like it. again. I, I like in these weird this weird COVID year and just in general. I, I like going under on the high and, and going over on the low. Here's a, here's a great reason why you're going to cash that in is because yeah, I think they will be fine breaking in the new quarterback because Lincoln Riley's a master at that, but they have a bunch of players suspended so to, you're not, for the you, first five games. And that was going to look good when you were playing the out of conference games. But yeah. now that you're starting out with conference play, now you got, yeah, Missouri state. Can't, I mean, yeah, Missouri state Texas. tough opening week battle, <laughs> but yeah, really what you're pointing to is the at Texas, Iowa state. Yeah. Texas in the what Red was, River um, friend friendly matchup. Can, can we honor Missouri State though? They were one in ten in the FCS last year, but they hired can we Bobby Petrino. Let's take a moment to honor Missouri they, State. They hired Bobby Petrino. You know why? From the greatest press conference in history of sport. Remember him at Arkansas when he yeah. took the chick on the back well, of the motorcycle. I was going to say oh, he was, able, is, he he was able road to, rash on the face. He was having a hard time influencing <laughs> hiring decisions at other universities, so he took the he took the job at Missouri State. Uh, how said, did we not? You how? need you need three assistants. Cool, we'll get we'll take care of that for you. That, Twenty so eight hour shifts, twenty four hours a day. We got that. Coach. I keep that as the background of my computer. That shot of him in the neck brace. <laughs> oh, it's with the road rash timer. all See, over his face. You're you're comparing. You're telling us about the wrong story though, because most of the fans of the sports gambling podcast <laughs> will more. 
more remember him for the guy who just quit on the National Football League in the middle of the season. Like yeah, a little sure. bitch. Took left his notes, toys. Left notes for and everybody. Went home. So uh, any chance you can fade a Bobby Petrino led <laughs> team, uh, please do so. The only question I had for you, Colby, was is the Mad Hat? What's he doing? What's what's up? What's in the hat for this uh, year, dude? I mean, I think they got a stud running back in Puka Williams. I think. Uh, by the I'm way, I'm on the over. Is Puka Williams not a great name? <laughs> it's a great name, Puka. Because there's a Puka dog in Hawaii, and it's a hot dog joint. I love it. It's delicious. So when uh, I, anyway, Sean. Yes. Who are you taking? I just said I'm going under an Oklahoma win total. Now you guys give out your win totals. I'm, I'm over on OK State. You're going. Oh, you're buying into the Van yeah. Gundy hype, Kramer. Uh, you really hate Van Gundy. Uh, do I? Van Gundy. Yes. Why do you uh, think I hate Van Gundy? Because you always you're always talking shit on Oklahoma State. Uh, I, I was all over TCU. That was my my team. And then when their quarterback is out for the year now, because they found that heart murmur. Yeah. So that that was my original play. The Horned Frogs. So yeah. you're going over Oklahoma State at seven wins, minus one twenty five on the over. Kramer, what are you doing here? Kansas under. <laughs> Fade less miles. Fade. Even though they're sitting at a, a three wins. Okay, just tell me where the four wins are, Sean. Coastal Carolina at home. Coastal Carolina beat them they, in Kansas last year. They that's beat, a, that's yeah. a tough game. They beat them last year. Chant to clears. Uh, bye week at Baylor. Do they, they have a week two bye week? A lot of teams do. Yeah. Bye week. Uh, Oklahoma State week uh, they four. They might be able to beat Baylor there. Bye week at West Virginia. <laughs> t- that's a tough road game at Kansas State. It's not a tough road game. There's not gonna be lighting couches on fire if there's no fucking people there. Again, you're missing the geolocation <laughs> element of why it's a hard road game. Uh, and there's tons of hot chicks in West Virginia. Iowa State uh, at home at Oklahoma bye week Texas TCU at Tech. I don't know. I maybe two wins. Maybe there's two wins there, Sean. Minus one fifty five is a bargain. Fade less miles. Let's go under. I, I disagree with your logic on taking the under for the big and the the over for the low when it comes well, to less miles. To, to a certain degree, that's what I lean. But you make a compelling case walking <laughs> through Kansas's schedule. I don't see a lot of. Uh, it was the only thing I did. I was like, well, if I have to pick one win total, I better go check out the Kansas schedule first. Sh- shop around because uh, if can you, you can, find a three and a half? No, if you can find the conference play of Kansas or of Kansas over a half game in oh. conference. Well, again, I, I think my uh, my my ledger has them winning two games. So <laughs> maybe they get a conference win. I don't know. They need that Coastal Carolina game, man. <laughs> Colby, kick things off. Who is your lock to win this conference? I'm I'm gonna go with the Longhorns to win this thing in plus one fifty in in uh in against Oklahoma State in the Big Twelve Championship. So you just you're you're down on oh you both are down on. Well, I just think th- that many suspensions. You have a, your running back sitting out. Another running back transferred to Ohio State where he's gonna be. Yeah, sitting Oklahoma out. <laughs> might not get to the championship game. I'm also taking Texas plus one fifty. I think it. To your point, Kramer, of like they disappoint every year. This being a weird year, maybe leads them to actually coming through and winning a Big Twelve championship. Yeah, and I'll I'll uh, I'll see both of your guys' plays on Texas, which I, I'm I've been a Texas sucker in the past, and I tried to talk you off Texas. You're not going to listen to me. I'm going to a team that you claim I, I hate the head coach. I, I think I've actually been a fan of this guy, and that's Oklahoma State. I've called his Ooh. offense some high school bullshit. Yeah, that's from what, a, from that's a, what it, the always blows lead, up our Twitter. From the leader of men, and guess what? High school bullshit's easier to digest. So good season <laughs> for the rerunning that, dude. And I, I think whatever happened with them in the off season, just from observing from afar and watching a little bit of that show, it, it seems as though they've they've gotten past it and they've mended. And if nothing else, like 
I believe that coach Gundy's people, his team like him. This is his and best team. This is his best team he's ever had, I think. And at plus uh, five seventy five, I guess I'm probably doing this wrong again. And Sean would tell me this should be my dog. Yeah. But I think this is my pick to win the conference, so I'll make it my lock. Oklahoma State plus five seventy five. Colby, wow. kick things off. Who is your dog okay. to win the Big Twelve? <laughs> I'm going OK State. The value is too good yeah. for. It. I got them playing in the Big Twelve championship, so I think you gotta you gotta put them as the dog. Yeah. Pl- what is it? Five seventy-five. Trevor Who's Hubbard, your dog, Spencer John? Sanders, just two- Wallace. I just- Who's my dog? Ah, uh, jeez. All it's, right. It's a tough year to snag a dog from this conference to me because it it does feel a little bit like a uh, a couple horse race. Does but- Baylor have a shot? Yeah, Charlie Brewer back. David Randa, uh, Mike Leach guy. You know, this is a Leach yeah. episode. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go Baylor because I, I mean I like that team that Matt Rule put together. And you saw with Temple when he left, they didn't completely fall apart. Not as good as when he was there, but the return in a bunch of starters. I'll go Baylor twenty to one. It's a bit of a, a bit of a crazy long shot, but that's why they call it a dog. Well, and Baylor, uh, you know, they're also in, in the middle of a, ch- a culture change too. Perhaps, perhaps the the pendulum swinging has them more prepared to take on a, an awkward season this year, based on some of the awkward. Uh, for me, I, I'm going to go. I don't really want to throw out a dog, Sean. I don't want to taint my record, but if you're going to force me yes, to, to take a dog, give me Kansas State at Love twenty-five it. to one. Uh, again, I, I I'm a firm believer that I think the fact that we don't have crowds is not going to be one of those things that hurts the small teams. I think I think whatever weirdness we're going to have this season hurts the bigger teams more. I think there's more pressure put on some Scrappy. of these bigger programs. Well, you you saying that makes me because I I faded Clemson and I faded Oklahoma, so I'm feeling good about that. I, I why not? Like a lot of these guys literally sat and had to make a decision if they wanted to sit out the year because they're about to go pro. Like it, it's a it's a yeah. Different, that's not a problem Kansas State's dealing with. <laughs> no, I I don't think Kansas State. No, has that's a ton a, of guys. it's a good angle. And I think in general, you know, Kansas State, we've always kind of they're been, they've been in that pocket of teams that you I like to compare to Virginia Tech, Blacksburg. It has this. Weirdness in terms of like both geolocation and, and culture of the area. It's small great town, but special teams. Manhattan. I mean, yeah. listen. Ever since watching Darren Sproles back there, I could tell there's magic that's going to mm. happen in Kansas State. This is their year. Plus twenty five hundred. Why not? Closing wow. it out strong. S E C. S E C. Chant it with me, Colby. S E C. Hail State. Hail State. Oh well, <laughs> I know right. where Sean's going with his yes. uh, his dog. Exactly. Give me. For the win total, oh. Mississippi State over. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it said it. It said oh, no. it four fucking games. Look, the I, disrespect for Coach Leach, and you're getting plus one forty on the over of four wins. Only two times in Mike Leach's nineteen year career has he won less than four games. And, and I've listened to a lot of other publications <laughs> that think that oh, because his first year he struggled at Texas Tech, and his first year yeah. at Wazoo he struggled. Well, those rosters weren't good. Yeah. This roster is, and that's if they can just get the offense down. Pat, he said it. Yeah. He said they're fast and they're long. And I mean, much like Bigfoot, speed and length. If you have a fast team that can run the air raid, and again, Leach even said maybe it's a little rough to get going. But once they kind of are firing on all cylinders, you're telling me they're not going to win five games. And KJ Costello coming in as a grad transfer. What better guy to to learn the air raid, the complications of the air raid offense than a Stanford grad? I think they have some tough games. I think they have some tough road games. You're a hater. Well, yeah, but I mean, also <laughs> they have the Egg Bowl on the road. They oh, have, they're winning the Egg they Bowl. Don't Ge- give me that they shit. They have Georgia, Bama, and you LSU saw, on the you road. You saw him they're handle the Egg Bowl. You saw him yeah. handle Lane at that press conference about the flag. He's not afraid to put Lane in the locker. <laughs> uh, Rat, I'm on board. Fink. 
or what is what did Lane always rat do? poison? Rat poison. You're gonna be drinking rat poison <laughs> in the egg bowl, buddy. Joey Freshwater, get out of here! Right? I, I mean, come on, four games—that's disrespectful. Oh, Kramer, what are you doing here? It's got to be LSU. LSU on the over, or under, uh, on the under. There, there's so many reasons to think this team is going to fall short this year. I love it, Coach O. Hold that tiger. They had a perfect season last year, and on top of that, now you have a season where uh, you know things are all over the place. Your receiver just uh, again. Yeah, I think a lot of things lined up. Coach O had never been known for to be a great coach. They lost the genius behind the offense. They lost the quarterback. Well, Ryan, how dare you? Uh, uh, coach O is a genius. I think Coach O is a lot of things. I, I, I wouldn't say Coach O is a genius, and I think his whole career ha- oh. has been riddled with him. His whole career has been riddled with him just, being just being a communist. He's been a, he's been a forever <laughs> interim head coach, and, and I like him a lot. But I, I think if you want to play the, the the regression angle, this is a team that you're gonna you're gonna play the regression angle with. What's their win total, Sean? Seven. So seven. you're going under Let's seven. Go under. Wow, you're getting, you're getting plus one ten on the under seven. Yeah. Colby, what I are you doing? Look, I Guys, didn't even really look at the schedule. The but. play here is Alabama over eight. Wow, it, it, they're going to go ten and zero. You heard it here first. Well, I'll just I'll just pick up with Colby because I have Alabama as my lock at plus two ten. I mean, you're getting plus two ten on them to win the conference. <laughs> I know. Certainly it's super well, well, and, and, and once again, guys, the SEC protected a couple schools, yes, Florida, they Alabama. There's no back to back away games. They gave them. Yeah, some, look some at the, the the two games they added. I don't have it in front of me, but they're like very yeah. soft by SEC standards. Very ironic that that somehow the two bad teams, Arkansas and Vanderbilt, didn't meet yeah, they didn't really, meet uh, with their extra games and then they got just uh, all the good schools. Missouri too. Alabama, yeah. they have the road spot in LSU, which might be a problem if it wasn't a revenge spot. No, I think the way LSU, yeah, they're gonna. That's they're, what I, I mean. Think, yeah, yeah, they're gonna be so all over LSU. I think. It, however, you envision, and maybe I should have given out Alabama uh, over as the win total. That just doesn't seem fun. It doesn't seem like uh, an, you're coming at me now. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, you saying Colby's not fun, uh, but it, it blows my absolute brain. Away that Bama is plus two ten to win the conference. I, I just don't know what universe. We're, and, and if I can make commentary, because I'm not going to pick them, but LSU plus six fifty is also an egregious mistake. They should not be that. St- this team lost a ton. Like I, people are insane. I, I hear you, but there's no way LSU is going to sniff a conference title. I'll they should not I'll, be the third favorite. I'll say this though: Death Valley not having fans, that could really burn them. Well, again, yeah. it brings you back to the question: like, who's getting hurt more—the big schools or the small schools? Well, Jamar Chase is opting out, but they still have Terrence Marshall. He had 46 catches, oh, 671 yards, over that roster. 13 yeah. touchdowns. They and, have talent, and, but now they're they're following up a perfect season where they set you, every you record want, in the you book. You want a money play? Take Vandy on the under one and a half. Oh, <laughs> they're not winning a game, dude. They lost oh, Vaughn to the Bucks, the running back. That was a, their their only stud on offense. Riley Neal, their quarterback, graduated. That's a money play. Take Vanderbilt under uh, one. All right, and so half. Kramer, you're. Yeah. I, it sounded you didn't officially throw it out there, but you're oh, throwing Alabama, in Alabama. Alabama plus two ten as their lock. I mean, sorry if we can get Alabama at two to one to win the SEC, like, especially like, in this year where. You know, Saban is very uh, is a very good coach, and I and I think it's going to even show itself more in a season like this. Kramer, who is your dog to win the SEC? Well, I, I mean, again, I, I it's hard to really the the value isn't a number of teams just because 
they uh, are somehow giving LSU all this respect. And for me, that that team is Florida at twelve to one. Well, they they once again that if there's a team that benefited from the schedule the most, it's Florida. It's Florida. And that was one of the nuggets I heard on the college experience. And so then when I pulled up the schedule on it, and I see, uh, okay, at, at Ole Miss uh, opening, that's not a scary road game. No. At Texas A and M, Jimbo still there, right? Yeah, Jimbo. That that, that they could lose that. Eh, whatever. They then <laughs> they then get at Vanderbilt and at Tennessee. I, they don't have a scary road game, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but Tennessee and Vanderbilt aren't scary. So uh, when you look at the schedule, could they run the table simply by beating LSU at home and taking care of Georgia in the the world's well, biggest the, cocktail party? The Did, are we allowed to say though. that <laughs> the world the world's biggest uh, beverage party? I wouldn't uh, want to offend anyone with my Kirby usage Smart, of cock, dude. I was originally like, if you asked me a month ago, I was going to take Florida to beat Georgia. And then I saw a stat with Kirby Smart's defenses against Dan Mullen when he was at Bama and then I, at Georgia. He has shut down Dan Mullen. I don't love Dan Mullen. I, I definitely don't love Dan Mullen, but I dare you to go look at the schedule for this Florida team and find me the two losses. Yeah. Find me the two losses that you. will prevent them from playing for a I SEC think championship. A is kind of tricky. I think the LSU game and, and uh, you want you want my really tricky play, but I will say Just to compare it to Georgia. Georgia yeah. has at Alabama. They also have Auburn, week two. At they take on or Auburn, but yeah. th- it's really to me, they, they go to Alabama, which is a Bonafide loss. So yeah, I don't yeah. know how George is the favorite at minus one forty five to win the conference. I'm also a subscriber to the College Experience. It's its own separate feed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever great podcasts are found. Rate, and review, I w- share. rate review, share, <laughs> and don't Georgia get South Carolina late in the season? They beat them last year, man. But that that's yeah. a that's just a weird spot, you know. I'm, so I'm taking my dog. I'm splitting it between Florida. Oh. And Mississippi State, 125 to one. Swing your sword, unleash the dogs. <laughs> unleash the dogs is good. Yeah, yeah. I know. What I, would Geronimo do? My oh, Geronimo would fucking shred these motherfuckers, <laughs> dude. Geronimo. I mean, we didn't get to talk about it with Leach, but if you're looking to catch up on a book, just read about Geronimo. That dude was a badass yeah. that murdered a lot of white people, and uh, deservedly so. They were trying to kill him as well yeah. and take his land. Yeah. But he was a crafty dude, and he would just hide out in the mountains, and like they would try and track him. But he would just like he was elusive, much like the air raid offense. Um, you know, used yeah. his speed and uh, agility to help him succeed. Mississippi State just there's a chance that they rally around Leach, and people aren't. They're not ready for this air raid offense. The speed too much. I'll They're too young to know that they shouldn't be in the yeah, mix. I like that angle. I'll back you also on Florida plus twelve hundred because yeah. because that schedule just lines up. You're a fool if you don't take. Even though smart, even if they lose to Georgia, Georgia loses to Bama. Georgia gets bit by somebody else, it, it, and Florida's in the SEC it, championship. It feels like the game. It's going to come down to that Florida Georgia game, and no, I don't think 12, Florida's going to win that. But at twelve to yeah. one, you can play with the price at that point. I, I think at twelve to one, it, it's just a mispriced uh, situation. Again, Alabama plus two hundred is ridiculous. Do we want to talk Heisman? Sure. Do we want to throw out a Heisman pick? Throw out a Heisman pick, Kramer. Well, I was going to let let Colby go first. Colby, I think he had a couple that he was throwing out. Well, there. Well, I have one that's not even on the on, yeah, what, on the board. Macal Cunningham at yeah, Louisville. You, the, you the did mention. Him. I think he's he's a, a just a dynamic quarterback that really came into his own. In the he didn't play all all the games last year. It, he, and this could, offense, could we see a first? I mean, any chance the Clemson guys win it? I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence is going to be money. I got Clemson in the ACC championship. I just think they get is it because because. It feels like the obvious winner has not been the obvious winner. 
um, more often than not the past 10 years. And, so, well, I, and, and to be honest, like I, Joe Burrow was not two to one to start the season last year. No, it's true. He, yeah. I mean, he was like, uh, I don't even think he, they priced his Heisman odds. Is there someone, is there a team you'd be looking at? Is there a, a situation like is Ian book? Interesting. Yeah. Simply from that the offensive line is money. Yeah. yeah. And, and Ian book at 20 to one would be a guy as much as I hate Notre Dame. I do think they're going to be set up for success in the ACC. I do think they have an opportunity to shine, and he's a he's a stat hog kind of guy. Uh, you know, fortunately, unfortunately for him, they do have to play Virginia Tech, and he he struggled a bit there. Uh, and if not for the fucking refs, uh, maybe he gets screwed. But it, at twenty to one, he's at least one of those guys in the mix. Uh, Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State's quarterback. Okay, so we that was the guy I was yeah. going to throw out simply because I think. You know this team has an opportunity. I don't think anyone's gonna gonna knock down your door telling you that Oklahoma and Texas are world beaters this year, and so I think there's an opportunity there as well because we know in that high school offense stats will be had. So I guess my official play will be Spencer Sanders at thirty three to one. Uh, I like Dylan Gabriel because I think UCF goes undefeated this year. They don't give it to those guys though. They should. What about Derek King? Like, All right, that's, a, that's one people I got are talking it. about. Kyle, one. Kyle Trask. Florida quarterback. We just said Florida as a dark horse to win the SEC. If they win the SEC championship, good chance Kyle Trask is going to have an awesome year. So give me a little uh, little ride on Kyle Trask at twenty five uh, to I, one. I, I do want to clarify that I have Clemson winning the ACC, but there's no value. Yeah. So I took UNC. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I just so you. I don't get people tweeting me. No, you moron. Right. No, it's okay. So Kramer, you're, that happens regardless. <laughs> your play is Ian Book at twenty. Uh, at twenty to one, no. Spencer Sanders at thirty three to one. Okay, Sanders thirty three to one. I Kobe? was actually leading you. I, down I, the I was road. on Sanders thirty three to one, or and then I also Dylan I, Gabriel. Gabriel's was, a great play, sixty six to one. Your your love of UCF is going to be your downfall. What bro. do you mean? It's the stats. Uh, that, that, All right, we, we've just proof. done a full two yeah. hours in in. in uh, in the in the Colby dance spirit, we've done a full two hours. I'm college, college football, football mega podcast. All right, guys, make sure you enter the free roll football contest, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash contest. Subscribe to the college experience. Do it. Help help your boy Colby Dant out. Subscribe to the college experience. Send in a five star review of the college experience between now and wh when's the next college football game. We got two games on Thursday Central Arkansas. So send one in, send one in yeah. before Thursday night, a five-star review, email it to podcast at sportsgivingpodcast.com. Hook you up with the college experience t-shirt. And I'll and if we ever meet in person, I'll buy you some type of food on a stick. There you Ooh. go. <laughs> Big thanks to Coach Leach as always. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Hail State, go Hokies. Kramer, let it ride. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.